This is HPR episode 2094 entitled Custom Keystrokes for Desktop Navigation on GNOME and is part of the series Accessibility. It is hosted by John Culp and is about 14 minutes long. The summary is I demonstrate how to add custom keystrokes for desktop navigation on classic GNOME. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, recording another Hacker Public Radio episode. And this one, I don't know if it's, sorry, I'm zip up my case there. I don't know if it's really part of a series or anything, but this is one of my, uh, it should be a shorter one, just a little pro tip kind of thing to help customize your desktop. Uh, for the longest time, I have run a version of Debian that's closely related to CrunchBang. I, I, first I ran CrunchBang, but then that seems like the support kind of ran out, and so I ended up removing the CrunchBang repository from my sources.list file and just <coughs> excuse me just running Debian with the open box window manager and everything. Now if you've ever run CrunchBang, you know one of the really cool things about it is the use of the super key on the keyboard in conjunction with other keys to launch applications. Um, this is something I really missed when I'm go so <laughs> I've been having a few issues with um, the Debian side of my uh, computer lately, and uh, some of those issues are actual deal breakers, like not recognizing my microphone, which, as you know, if you've listened to my other episodes, is critically important to me to be able to use blather and the speech recognition and everything. If, if the microphone is not recognized and is not working, I can't do anything. And so on. I have another partition on my laptop that has Ubuntu. I've just kind of... for a couple of years been uh, booting into the Ubuntu partition occasionally and running updates just to kind of make sure everything is uh, up to date and checking out what the latest things look like. Well, when the microphone stopped working on um, the Debian side, I started booting into the Ubuntu partition more frequently because the microphone still does work <laughs> on that side and so I can use my speech recognition on there. However, I really miss the keystrokes that will launch applications, like doing the super key plus T launches a terminal, the super key plus E launches a text editor, super key plus W launches the web browser, and so forth. And on OpenBox, you can go into the rc.xml file and add more keystrokes to launch other applications, or basically run any command that you want. I had mine set up actually for when I was doing my ebooks uh, a lot, I had uh, keystrokes like the super plus uh, super plus I would put HTML italics tags around whatever text was selected, and then the super plus O would run a little script that uh, 
inserted uh, an appropriate hyperlink in the CounterPoint textbook that I was uh, doing. And so anyway, you can really customize your desktop and the actions that you perform on it if you can make use of that super key to, um, to launch stuff. And for the longest time, I didn't think you could do this on Ubuntu. But then on yesterday, I was poking around in the keyboard settings and discovered that, yes, you can actually uh, do custom key strokes. If you go into the system, uh, by the way, I'm not using the straight-up Unity environment. I'm using, it looks kind of like an old GNOME 2. I, I don't know if it's Mate or some other, I, I don't really know. But... Uh, it's got the old GNOME 2 kind of look to it. And so if I click on the upper right-hand corner that has the logout, shutdown, restart, and things like that, one of the options is system settings. But it, there are a couple of different ways to get into the system settings. But if you go in there and click where it says keyboard, um, there are a couple of tabs in there. One is typing, where you can set the delay for your um, repeating keys. Then you can set the cursor blinking speed. But then there's another tab for shortcuts. It's already got a bunch of shortcuts um, configured by default. And then right at the bottom of the list on the left-hand side, it says custom shortcuts. And this is where you can start adding your own. And I'm gonna, I've, yesterday I added several. Uh, one of the most important ones for me was the shortcut to toggle blather speech recognition on and off. Because what, what, <laughs> what kept happening to me was um, I'd be using my computer and uh, doing all kinds of speech uh, commands and you know just doing my normal work. And if one of my colleagues comes in to see me, which is fairly frequent now that I'm the director at School of Music, I, I get visitors all the time. Whereas before, I could basically hide in my office all day doing my work in, uh, in privacy. Now my door is almost always open and people are coming in and I needed to have a way for as soon as somebody appeared at my door, very quickly to turn off my speech recognition so that as I start talking to this person who's come to see me, my computer does not still think I'm talking to it and start doing uh, all kinds of crazy things, deleting files, uh, entering text that I didn't want. I mean, it, it could really do a lot of damage if it goes on unchecked. And I don't, I, I got tired of having to tell everybody, wait, don't start talking yet, let me turn off my speech recognition, and then going to find it and clicking the checkbox. So on my open box side, I had set up the super plus J key to uh, run a little script that checks to see whether Blather is running or not. If it is running, it kills it. If it's not running, it starts it. So it just toggles back and forth. And so uh, that was the most important keystroke to get working on the Ubuntu side. And so um, what I did was click the, there's a little plus and a minus thing there on the custom shortcut. So if you click plus, it'll ask you the name of your shortcut. And so for the blather one, I put toggle blather is the name. And then the command is the name of my little shell script that I want to be executed. And so once you have written in a name for your command, and then the command that is to be run, you click apply. And then uh, you need to highlight over on the right-hand column where it has the keystrokes. Um, with, if you highlight that column, it says new accelerator, and all you have to do is execute the keystroke that you want to use. And so for that one, I do super plus J. And then uh, the 
configuration is saved. Now, it's not active yet until you log out and then log back in. Now, there might be a way. If, if one of the things I would really appreciate in comments to this episode is if you know a way to reload the configuration for these kinds of keyboard shortcuts without logging out, I would love that. I, I googled a little bit and didn't really find it. So I'm going to add, uh, that's, that's one that I set up yesterday. I'm going to add a new one right now. And the, the one I'm going to add right now is one to switch, either launch or switch to LibreOffice. This is um, something that just occurred to me to do was to make these launches a little bit more sophisticated than I had them on the open box side, where when I launch, when I execute the keystroke, say, um, super plus E, by the way, the super key is the, uh, on most machines, it will be the Windows key. So um, the way it worked on my open box side was when I did say super plus E, it would just launch the text editor Genie because that's the one I had set. Well, uh, it occurred to me yesterday that I could make this a little bit more sophisticated with a very simple script. And what I really want is for the super plus E key not only to launch Genie, but if Genie is already open, to switch focus to it. Uh, So I wrote a little script uh, which checks to see whether a program is open by doing a WMCTRL space dash L, which lists all the currently open windows, and then uh, it greps for the window title for, in this case, it's going to grep for LibreOffice on my new one. And then it sends the output of that to DevNull, but then it checks the return code. And if the return code is zero, then that means it found the program, and so it's just going to switch to the program. If it didn't find it, that means the program is not open, so it's going to launch the program. And I suppose what I'll do is um, put an example of one of these scripts in the show notes so you can see that easier. But um, this means that I can use these keystrokes all the time to very, very quickly switch among the most frequently, (laughs) frequently used applications. So for me, Super plus B will either switch to or launch Thunderbird. Uh, super plus K will go to my key pass X thing for my um, password database. And then what other ones do I have here? Um, hey Buddy, I've got Hey Buddy for my social networking. Super plus H uh, will either switch to or launch Hey Buddy and so forth. So right now I'm going to do a brand new one. So I'm in the keyboard settings. I'm going to click the plus thing and I'm going to type for the name of the shortcut, Libre. Office, and for the command, I'm going to give the name of my script, which is called go to LibreOffice.sh. Go to LibreOffice.sh, and I click apply. And at the moment, that command is disabled, so I'll click on the word disabled, and now I can type the keystroke that I want to use, which is super plus L. And now that is applied. And so from now on, after I log out and back in, anytime I hit the super plus L keystroke, it's either going to switch to LibreOffice if it's already open, or it's going to launch a new instance of it if it's not. It looks like here I've got Chromium. I think I want to make that one the super plus W, which will do the same thing for my uh, web browser. All right, so now that I have 
um, set the new keystroke. I'm going to log out and then log back in to test it. I'll quit out of a couple of things. Ah, eh, shoot, I'll just log out. No need to go to every program and log out. These days, they're pretty smart about restarting back up, especially the web browsers. It can start right back where you left off by restoring the session. So I'm at the login screen now. Logging back in. Uh, okay, so I'm going to start by doing super B to launch Thunderbird. There it is. And now super L to launch LibreOffice. Ah, there it opened right up. Perfect. I'm going to do super E to launch my text editor genie. Super T to launch Terminator. And now I'm going to try to switch over to LibreOffice by doing super plus L. Perfect. Um, okay, so anyway, if you run the uh, old GNOME desktop, I, I'd be curious to see whether these keystrokes actually work on Unity or GNOME 3. Uh, I'll have to log into sessions in those desktops and see if they work. But anyway, if you're doing the old style GNOME 2 thing and you want to have some custom keystrokes to switch back and forth between your different applications, then uh, give it a go. Or if, you know, if there's if you just want to have a keystroke to make eSpeak say something rude to somebody, you can <laughs> you can basically make it do any command you want. All right, that's it. I think I'm gonna cut it. Off. It's actually longer than I thought it was going to be. Sorry about that. Let's see how long it ended up being. Eh, nearly 13 minutes. All right, that's enough. I will talk to you guys some other time. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.